Good morning. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 961 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good morning. We are talking about stories today and controlling your destiny. So it's good to be back. And this uh, this came to me well a while back. I've been thinking about um, how we tell stories and and what they do, and it, it's a large part of coaching work. You know, mm-hmm. we're often talking about stories, but. But generally, we need to be aware of the stories we tell because they do become our destiny. And you may not realize that. A lot of people don't realize this, but what we focus on is what we see. So when, if you think about our focus like a flashlight, imagine you're standing in a dark place and you click on a flashlight and there's this little circle of light and you shine it over somewhere and you can see what's there, what's lit up, but everything else is pretty much dark. So where we move it is what we were able to see and where we avoid shining the light becomes the areas that we miss, right? So when you think about this, when you, when you think about telling ourselves our stories, they basically create a pattern, a cascade. Mm -hmm. And the way that it works is this. I tell myself a story like people don't like me. And, you know, imagine you have a kid in school. This is a classic, right? Like, they don't like me. They don't include me. Well, that story elicits an emotional response. And that emotional response might be sadness, loneliness, fear, anger, disconnectedness, insert your own, anxiety. And when you're feeling those emotions, those elicit behaviors. Yep. Right. So this is the cascade. This is how it unfolds. So you tell yourself the story. People don't like me. Then you're feeling these negative emotions, which then result in behaviors. So when you're feeling sad and lonely and frustrated and disconnected, you behave in a certain way. You either recluse, you get defensive. We talked about this in um, when we did some of the Brene Brown shows Mm -hmm. about moving towards like you try to become just like everybody else. So they'll accept you. Mm -hmm. You, um, you shrink and you try to become invisible so they don't notice you or you move against and you become um, very critical, combative, and, you know, basically um, aggressive towards other people. But either one of those three things don't make you particularly likable, (laughs) which then reinforces that story that you told initially that people don't like you, right? So we have to be really careful about this. Same thing. I hear people um, tell stories like, well, I'm just not lucky, There was a mom um, of a a kid that I know, and she used to always say that, well, we're just not lucky. Our family's just not lucky. And guess what? They weren't. They were not lucky. They didn't win anything, you know, and it was this, but I would, I could hear the story over and over. And I listen differently to people because of the work that I do. I mean, I don't, you know, you don't have to worry if you're ever out having coffee with me. (laughs) Like, Jen's like, oh, great. No, but that I'm that I'm a- psychoanalyzing you. But I mean, I do like I pick up on certain things when I yeah. hear the same stories over and over. And, you know, we pass these stories along to our kids as well. So when you think about telling yourself like the story of I'm not lucky or nothing ever good happens to me, nothing good ever happens to me. At least tell your story in proper English <laughs> with good grammar. I good can't luck. promise that. But, uh, but yeah, so I mean, if, when, you're, when you're telling yourself those stories, they become your destiny because they create the cascade of an emotional response and then a behavioral response that often seeks to justify the original response. So the same thing works with when you tell a good story. 
You know, one thing, uh, a story that we tell in our family a lot, our, my nuclear family with Arno and the kids, is, um, you know, no matter where we go, we make the best of it. And that's just our story. So when we moved to the North Shore this year, people, a lot of people said, well, are you happy? How's it going? And my initial response is, you know, we're really happy we create our happiness anywhere we go. Like we bring it with us. We don't wait to make sure that the place brings it to us. Like we, we try to find what's best about the place that we are versus comparing it to the place we came from. And this all started back when we moved back from France Mm -hmm. and we missed a few things about France that we really loved. And then when we went back to France and we missed a few things from the U S that we really loved and we decided, you know what, we're not going to do that. We're not going to compare and contrast when we're in France, we're going to embrace whatever's there. And when we're in the U S we're going to embrace whatever's here and we're not going to diss the U S for something that they don't have or, nor are we going to diss France for something that they don't have. Right. We're just, going to embrace it and be present so that's you know that's been a story that we've always told is we just make the best of these situations so um so what happens we typically always end up in situations where we are having a pretty good time like where things go well you know we also tell the story that things go well for us you know oh we my mom always says oh you guys always land on your feet no matter what you do things always work out and a few years back, my husband and I were talking about this and we're like, what, you know, what do you think that's about? And I said, you know, I really think it's because we believe that everything's going to work out, that when things don't go the way we thought they were going to go, we assume that, oh, this is the way it was supposed to work out. Like how interesting. Didn't yeah. see that coming. But rather than making a whole story about, we I can't believe this bad. didn't work out or, you know, it, we failed. So, um, it really does change your life the way you tell the stories. So, how do you shift, right? How do you get from a good destiny to, or a bad destiny to a good destiny? How do you control your destiny? Well, you change the story and you change your destiny. So here's a few tips for how to do that. The first one is to notice the story that you're telling yourself. So, um, you can notice when you're telling yourself a story. Oftentimes the stories are happening kind of subconsciously. Mm-hmm. So um, in Brene Brown's new book, Rising Strong, she talks about how the brains, our brains try to make meaning of things. So when something happens and there isn't all the context or information, our brains immediately try to figure out why that happened. That's why there's conspiracy theories about yeah. Area 51 and everything all yeah. the, everything everything <laughs> and anything right people make up stories where there's lack of information and that's called confabulation i love that word it's, good it's a fabulous word confabulation anyhow notice when you're telling yourself a story and you can you can be triggered to notice when there's a story happening when you have a negative emotion so if you're having a negative emotion you're feeling bad it could be sadness anxiety frustration anger um you know, any of those things, uh, just feeling blue, you can ask yourself like, okay, so where's this feeling coming from? What's the story I'm telling myself? So your negative emotion is the trigger to ask yourself, what's the story I'm telling? Uh, the second thing you can do to change your destiny by changing your story is to notice the stories you tell others. Now, these are just slightly easier to notice because we're saying them out loud often Mm -hmm. and we're often getting feedback. So like I'll hear myself telling the same story over and over again. And sometimes I'll catch myself and I'll think, you know, the third time I'm telling a story about something one of my kids did or something that's going on, I think, huh, you're getting pretty attached to this story. Like, what's that about? 
right? This is the life of a life coach. You are constantly examining your own thinking. But, you know, I'll think to myself like, oh, wow, this is about the third or fourth time I've heard myself repeat this story. What's, is this serving me or not serving me? Do I want to keep telling this story? Like, is this really what I want to perpetuate? I don't know. And so, um, so notice the stories you're telling yourself and others. And then um, notice the stories you tell a lot. So uh, I've noticed with one of my family members that they like to uh, tell the same stories over and over again. And I mean, like months will have gone by since the thing happened and they continue to tell the same story over and over and over again. And, you know, and then they'll tell a new family member who will then call me and say, hey, did you hear about this? And I'll say, yeah, a month ago. And it's like, oh, well, it sounded like it was brand new to me today. Right. So just notice when you are telling yourself stories or telling other stories over and over and over again because this is you know the more that you're telling a story the more you're creating myelin which is that duct tape that I Mm -hmm. sometimes talk about in the brain right this is the the um, coding that goes over your neural synapses or your neural pathways uh, in your mind that makes the thoughts easier to go that way so as you continue to tell the same stories over and over and over again, you make those neural pathways, it's like a well-traveled path and it becomes easier and easier and easier to go there. So you want to know which stories you're telling a lot. So you also want to own it. So you need to own your story. You need to recognize the results, the emotional results that come from your stories and the behaviors that come from telling your stories. So again, back to that original story I told you, you know, people don't like me or people are leaving me out produces an emotional response, which then produces a behavior that oftentimes makes people want to leave you out or not hang out with you. Exactly. And so you have to own that. You have to be willing to own like, wow, I recognize I'm telling myself this story and I recognize it's not giving me a great result. That I'm behaving this way when I tell myself that story. I don't like that. It feels yucky. And I act yucky and I get a yucky result. And so then, you know, owning that piece of it is really important because then that puts you back in control. Mm -hmm. Because if it's all external to you, then you can be in that victim space of like, well, I can't control that. Yeah. Right? Well, you can control the story you tell about it. So if you have a bad outcome, something that you don't like, because this happens, right? Have you ever had a bad outcome, Jen? Oh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> Perfect life. Yeah, no bad outcomes. No. no, I mean, sometimes you get a bad outcome and then you retrace the story that you told yourself before, during, and after. Right? So things don't work out. Before, maybe you told yourself, well, you know what? Things never work out for me, so I'm sure I'm not going to get this job. And then you go into the interview, and while you're interviewing, you're thinking, it's a waste of my time. They're probably not going to pick me, right? And <laughs> yep. then after the interview, they don't pick you and you're like, I knew it. See, I told you so, right? Well, this is not serving you. Yeah. This is not helping you get the job. I'm just letting you know. So you have to think about what could you say instead? So practice retelling or rewriting the story in a more positive way, right? So you can somebody can cut you off on the highway, And I use this example a lot because it happens and people get really angry about it, myself included. Someone cuts you off. You can tell yourself the story, that person cut me off on purpose. They're rude. They disrespect me. They think they're better than me, right? You got this whole thing working, right? This whole story. 
when really that person might have been kind of zoning out into La La Land and been like, oh, I have to get over because I'm turning left up here and cut you off, not even realizing you were back there. Exactly. Nothing personal, just a little clueless moment floated into your lane. Happens to me. I do it sometimes. I'm like, oh, sorry. You know, and then didn't even realize you were back there to say sorry. So, um, so notice the story you're telling in the car when somebody does something on the road. Notice the stories you tell yourself when you're at work and somebody behaves in a certain way. Oh, they, they're doing that just to make my day harder. Really? Like, do you, people don't wake up thinking, I, you know, I'm going to try and make Jen stay harder. I wonder what I could do to really no, sometimes get Sometimes our kids do, I think. <laughs> so I disagree, but that's a different story. I think that they do it unintentionally because their brains aren't fully developed. Oh, I hope but so. for more on that, you can read No Drama Discipline by Dan Siegel. But, but yes, yeah, sometimes it sure does feel like they're trying on purpose. And maybe when they get older, I don't know, mine are only 10. To get to the teens, yeah. (laughs) But so practice retelling or rewriting the story. Like, wow, that person must be in a huge hurry. Or, gosh, that store clerk must have something tough going on in her life because she sure wasn't very friendly. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, gosh, that person's really suffering from scarcity who, you know, got in front of me and tried to cut in line so they could get the last croissant at Starbucks or something. You know, I mean, you can retell the story. And when you retell the story, you feel better. And some people will say, well, how do you know that that's true? Well, you know, you can't know that either is true. You can't know that someone didn't cut you off because they were just being a jerk to you just as much as you can't know that they cut you off by accident. Yeah. So the story you choose to believe changes your life, right? You choose to believe that they cut you off on purpose. You're angry at least for the next 20 minutes, if not, you know, letting it color your whole day. If you choose to believe that it was an accident, you're able to let it go and move on and be present for the rest of your day without that anger. So which one do you choose? You know, do you want the angry day? Maybe. I don't. (laughs) So I won't be choosing that. So retell your story. Practice retelling it. You can rewrite it too, which is sometimes helpful, um, just because getting it on paper can be good. And then tell it often to yourself and others. So we tell the story often like things just work out for us. We just, we're lucky. We feel very lucky. We feel very blessed. Things seem to work out. And when they don't, we're pretty sure it's recharting our path. Yeah. You know, we're pretty sure we're getting on the right, you know, somebody was like, oops, you took a wrong turn. Here you go. And it's uncomfortable in the process, but we truly believe that. So we're open to options. And then, Last thing you can do is if you do have a really sad story that you've been telling yourself for a long time or you have this kind of, you know, something that you want to change and you're having a hard time letting it go, you can create a little ceremony about getting rid of it. You write it down on a piece of paper, you take it in and you can shred it. And then if you don't want to shred it, you can burn it. Just don't do it outside near a tree. But, you know, you can do it in a sink or something. But there are ways to... um there are ways to get rid of these stories and sometimes that ceremonious little letting go can be really healthy. Yeah. So, um, but the stories we tell, they create our destiny. So you need to be really clear about what kind of destiny you want and what kind of stories you're telling. I like it. Take control. Take control of your life. So more about this on the positivity link, our Facebook page, check us out, like us and tell us what you want to hear on the show. That's easy. Yep. See you next week. Same time, same place. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K-Tahoe.